This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging in there. We've been getting a little bit political, and uh, like I said, I'm trying to kind of do the, I don't know, maybe make the ratio uh, three waterfowl to one political or two to one, something like that. So, you know, like I said, if you guys don't want to hear that or hear me ranting and raving about what's going on in the country in this day and time we live in, uh, just I guess just don't uh, listen to it. So... Anyways, me and Travis are here. I'm not solo today. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, plans for the season, um, expectations, maybe some weather, um, maybe what we're going to do individually and some upcoming stuff. Um, and also, we are going to give a little update at the end on what's kind of been going on again. Um, now that you guys are kind of dug in with us on what's going on, um, We'll just keep you posted um, what's going on as far as California and stuff like that. Anyways, um, shout out. I want to shout out. I've been looking in the analytics for the podcast, and I'm talking about like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. Not necessarily the MVM show on YouTube, but <clears throat> shout out to Sacramento listeners. Um, There's a big majority. I was surprised. It just kind of gives you regions, so it's not necessarily everybody's in the city of Sac, but around the area. Um, where else? A lot of listeners in Texas. Not a specific area there, but um, Texas. Thank you, all you Texans out there listening to the NBM show. And then I know like Louisiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota, um, a lot of Florida listeners. All of you guys. I don't want to leave anybody out. Georgia. Georgia is a big one. There's like a top 10. I need to do that next one, but not to leave anybody out. A lot of you guys listen from all over the place. Uh, Denmark, Russia. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So kind of, kind of all over the place, honestly. So anyways, thank you. I just kind of want to say that before we get going today. So I don't know, Travis, what's like your expectations this season? Well, I definitely want to try to maybe push it just a little, go as much as possible. Yeah. No, um, don't really have any, anything that's holding me back i would say as far as being able to get out there and um get into the pond and just you know access it last year i kind of held off with going um in november somewhat yeah um just kind of didn't go for like two months there yeah i was Was it the job situation no i was doing some bird taxidermy Uh and wanted to get those things out of the way you had a lot to do yeah i still have some to do (laughs) um but i was trying to get that out of the way and so november was a it was a little bit cooler could get out and, and get some of that done. So I was trying to do that. And then November's can be notoriously slow here in California. Mm-hmm. 
And not that I don't enjoy being out there, but sometimes you go out there and you can spend, you know, all day and maybe get one opportunity to kill a bird. And yeah. so I just kind of took that took that as an advantage to, to do some other stuff. But this year I'm going to try to really hone in and, you know, get some hunting in. And, and too, it's kind of situational. If you go one weekend and it's no good, that doesn't mean that the next week's not necessarily going to be good because, as you know, it can switch on like a light. And you're like, well, where do these birds come from? Right. But th- I think they get pushed around, moved around. So just want to try to get out there and access it more. Um, don't really have any like huge goals like, oh, I want to kill this bird or get this bird or I have to kill these or I'm going to focus on this type of species. Just want to mm-hmm. get out there and kind of just, um, just be out there. enjoy the moment. Yeah, I, I, a while back when uh, Talon went, and I went up deer hunting and he, and he shot that that buck that he shot, I was just, yeah. you know. I don't think the listeners know. Talon shot a very nice buck with yeah, his bow. But he, he shot it and we, and we you know, let it wait for a while and we went to look for it and he said that the time of he was waiting was the hardest time he's ever had. But I told him, just enjoy it. I mean, we got the opportunity to go up there, you know, just mm-hmm. him and I got to hunt. You know, he got to shoot a buck. I go, just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the fact that, okay, you hit one. We get to we get to look for it, you know. Mm-hmm. How often do you get to do that? You know, how often do you and I just get to go out here just us and, and, you know, spend time in the woods. And I go, just enjoy the moments. I think sometimes we get so busy with life and, you know, maybe we're thinking about, oh, well, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and and don't really focus on that particular moment in time. You know, just the opportunity you get to be out there in the field with friends. You know, see God's creation. You know, and just in, enjoy those little things because, you know, who knows right. if you'll get that opportunity again? You, you don't. Know, know. Life can change so fast, and yeah. things could happen. Or you know, you don't. You, we don't know what's gonna happen. Um, and so just, I'm, I think that's one thing I, I want to do this season is just focus on each each hunt, each moment, and just in. Take it all in, you know, enjoy it. You know, even if there's no birds flying, you know, just to get just to see what see where I'm at, you know, and be thankful for that that particular setting mm-hmm. that I'm in and not take it for granted because, you know, it's a gift. Yeah. Just waking up in the morning being able to breathe is, yeah. a, is a gift. Yeah, it's no, it's awesome. I mean, lately, you know, the last couple of mornings have been really cool. Just step outside, you know, so the nice. wind's blowing. I'm like, oh man, this would be an awesome duck hunting day. Winds, <laughs> yeah. winds out of the north. You know, we're, we're, I wish I was out there right now. It was howling on Tuesday. Yeah, I was humming. So, I've been, and then one of the things I want to I want to do before season starts, and uh, maybe even maybe even tomorrow, is go out to the local refuge and mm, just yeah. do a, a drive around, um, just to see what's out there. I mean, all the birds are brown right now, but mm. you know, just to kind of get out there and just kind of get in the mode before it starts. I know yeah. you already got to go go on a trip, which is awesome. Yeah, and you've kind of already like jumped into the the hunting water, but Wanting to get out there and I know it's just, always weird on that first feel. one. Yeah. That first one is like it's kind of just like you're getting the feel again and re it's it's not like a hunt in December, right? Because it's like you you're in the groove, you're shooting a lot better, birds are plumed out, weather's cold. Yeah. The beginning of this when we went, it was just kind of it was warmer and the birds are not plumed at all. So, but just getting out there is just like, dude, this, I'm so ready. This is, I'm ready. Like, it's yeah. a good breaking the ice. So, was there anything that occurred where you're like, oh, I should have this, or, or like, I didn't put shells on my gun, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, my shooting wasn't very good. My shooting wasn't my. Uh, I didn't shoot a box, and I basically shot a limit. I lost one, but we'll do. it. By the way, we'll do an. Ep- we have an episode coming up. It's not going to be for another couple weeks on that hunt. You guys can watch that. But like, yeah. Um, I don't know, <clears throat> nothing like that yet. Where like I didn't put a shell in there, but I wasn't shooting very good. Yeah, like it definitely took close to a box, um, and they weren't far shots. It was just kind of like it was chaos. It, yeah, you know, you're just you're just not in that zone. It's just so much different than it is in like December and January when you're just kind of dialed. I don't know. It feels like, but um, I, I don't know. And then Rocky, he kind of jumped in, do both. All four, both feet, all four legs, <laughs> so to speak, and just he's he's ready, dude. He's dialed. Like he, it's funny because he like knows, like he loves going to the backyard and swimming in the pool and just chilling like back there by himself. But he like can he? I think dogs have that sense. Yeah, that I do. I know they have that sense. Well, I could see that on that Marco that you sent us. He was when he was standing on the tailgate. You could just see his whole demeanor. Yes. His whole. Uh, yeah, just the way he was acting, you could tell he knew what was going on. Totally, like, you know, this is this is what I'm here for. This is what what I was. I'm made sick for, of and I'm sitting all go. spring and summer. Like, let's do this. Yep. Yeah, I've been sitting all spring and summer. I'm ready, and I always feel bad for him during that time. But yeah, he he. <clears throat> when I uh, opened the garage door the morning that we were leaving, 
Ah, uh, he was just spinning circles, dude. Like a little puppy. He never acts like yeah. that. Like, he, like we'll go on walks and stuff. I'll take him out there to the uh, high school or park or whatever. He never acts like that, but he was literally acting like a puppy, falling on the ground, spinning, flipping. Like he knew. He like <laughs> is like, how do you know, dude, that this is actually the trip we're leaving to go hunting? Yeah, that's cool. crazy. That's cool. And then Thomas showed up today. We filled a loadout video. Um, that will be out today. Um, this video will drop in the morning at eleven. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. today. If you guys are listening this early in the morning, that video will drop where we do our, our usual every year um, loadout video. And he would not go in the backyard, though. Like, I was trying to get him to go in the backyard so I could put everything in the front and get it ready for the video. He would not do... He, like, ran and, like... I think he, like, realized, like, wait a minute. Why are you sticking me in the backyard? <laughs> and he, like, turned around, went right back by the garage door and just sat there. Like, he would not go in the backyard. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, I get it. So I tied him up to the tree, and he was just happy as anything just to be out there. And I was putting all his stuff out. And, yeah, he's... Rocky's ready, man. He's he's uh, he's already got quite a few trees starting out the season. So that's, that's pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm really wanting to get him over 300 this year retrieves. He... um. What did he get last year? Let's see. I don't think he actually didn't get as many last year as he did in 2020. He got he at the end. Uh, let's see here. He had 267 birds he retrieved on the 2019-2020 season, and last year 2020-2021 he got 259. So just a few left, but that's losing like five days for Washington hunt. Yeah. And then some other stuff too. Yeah, we had some stuff happen last year. Yeah, too. so um, he's already started out strong, and I think he's I, he's gonna definitely blow past three hundred unless something crazy happens. But um, uh, man, expectation. My my goal, and and again, we don't we don't hunt for numbers, right? Like I, that's not the reason I go out there. But like just setting some goals, and like I don't know, maybe it's wrong to say like I'd like to get this many birds this year. But I think I shot 132 last year, which is nothing. It's a lot for some, and then some people it's not even a drop yeah. in the bucket, right? Depending on where you hunt and who you are, what state you're in. But I would like, I would like. That's kind of a lot of birds, though, man. Like it's a lot of cleaning. Like when you start thinking about, I think about how much time I spent cleaning birds last year just yeah. for 132. That's well, a lot of birds. You got to figure, you know, until you average, how, what's what's the limit? Seven, right? Mm -hmm. Divide that into whatever you shot. And then yeah. how many actual how many hunts? How how many hunt days you're actually out there? You right. Know? So, yeah, I don't think I have any like expectations. Like, okay, I want to shoot this many birds yeah. or something like that. Really, um, th there is some things I I would like to shoot. I guess you know, um, like as far as types of birds. Yeah, I'd like to get a uh, common merganser. People are like, what would you want that for? But Malibu. basically, for taxidermy purposes, yeah. I wouldn't mind getting like a nice uh, gold knife. You know, oh yeah, well, I shot myself, you know. Yeah, and I'm wondering how that's going to be like when we when we do our trip to uh, out of state. If that's going to be an opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, to to get those kind of birds in the river, you should maybe huh? you know. Yeah. I don't know. They may not be there right now because obviously you guys didn't get any. Yeah, but, we didn't even see nothing like that. Yeah, I think it's just depending on where you're at too. It could be. It could be the yeah. area, but I know that they're in that. That you know, people have shot them. Have shot them there. So yeah. that that would be something that'd be kind of cool to get something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. I would definitely like it. So you you don't need a common though, right? Yeah, I want to shoot a common. I mean, oh, I have you, one. I've shot them before. Right. But um, You just don't have a good one to mount? I have an, an old you one have, that I mounted. mounted one. I mounted one a long time ago. It's an old mount. I just like to get another one. Another one and redo it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that I don't know where I'm going to put all these birds I have to mount still. Yes. Of my own stuff, you know? Um, But. I like to get, um, I definitely like to get a barrels. I know you, have you shot a barrels? No, I haven't. Barrels I would like cool. to, but that's again, that's kind of limit. We're limited. Well, we're not really that. That's something it we could, could shoot. Happen. We could shoot it those could in the bay. Potentially happen. We definitely could shoot those in the San Francisco Bay. Yeah, they shot quite a bit last year. Really? Mm -hmm. Not like more than three or something, but they yeah. were like every time one of the guides. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, da, 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 who was that we went with? I want to say, who was that guy that we went with? But I didn't go. I don't. So I Golden State Guide Service. Okay. I think. He he was like one or two every hunt. He'd go out. He'd, they'd get a barrels for a little while. There seemed like it was a good little window. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, even if it wasn't me that got it, it'd be cool if one of us got one. If we were ever to take the boat out there, yeah, which is an option we might do this year. Yeah, but um, 
Um, I would like to hit like 175 just on the bird. And I don't even know why. Just I guess I started tracking it like three years ago. It's not a be all in all to me. It's not that important. Like, I got to shoot this. Like, that has nothing to do with why I got there and hunt. Yeah. But like, you know, I just track, I keep track of what kind of bird I shot, Drake or Hen, what it was. Oh, that's a nice buck. Travis is showing me the buck uh, Olivia shot. Wow, that's a really nice buck. Maybe you can blow it up and look at it. Man, five by four. That's a big bodied deer. That's a really big bodied deer. Holy smokes. That's a nice buck, dude. I guess they had to go in another four miles from where Thomas and all them were when they first got there to get that one, but that'd be worth it. Man, I bet you she's happy. Yeah, that'd be. What do you think that scores? You know, I don't really know. I'm not so much of a judge on on deer antlers, but he's got a nice nice frame. That's it. Thank you for getting this watermelon red bull. This is hitting the spot. (laughs) Vitalizes body and mind. Hallelujah. That's the first time I had the watermelon. It's not bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Everybody, Travis, so on the last podcast, everybody said, bring the old Travis back. They don't care if you say... um, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Except one guy. He's like, I can't listen to it anymore. If you don't get Travis to stop saying that. Hey, I haven't said it. I, this. I don't like, think I've said it one time. You actually today. haven't been. So, and you didn't last one either. I think I said it one or two times. Did you? But trying not to. Dude, some people are just like, just let him go. You know, and some are like, oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, man, I don't even what know. What drives me nuts when I actually hear I myself I don't even know you're it. doing that. But I guess what it becomes habit and you just say it without thinking about it. I yeah. honestly do not notice you saying that like that. People well, say well, that. Well, I didn't like, really notice until one of the my coworkers he, said you said that. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of focused on like people's traits and what they oh, have a tendency to do. Yeah. And so that's. He was, caught on to that. Yeah. That was my name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That, that, that's what he called me. No, I'm saying so. No, I'm saying I, I stopped saying it. <laughs> oh man, um, man, we you know we've also talked about going and getting a Harley. Yeah, that's that's always um, been a lifelong dream. Yeah, I know. For you, you've always talked about. I mean, was, I've always too, but you've always specifically brought. Yeah, that up. and I've hunted for years and years, and I mm-hmm. always looked at the Harlequin as one of them. It was such a unique looking bird. That blue is so mm, beautiful, different than any other bird. And out just there. the body shape of it, that bird. Yeah, and it's the markings. Not a typical, yeah, the markings on it are really, really neat. And just was a bird that I was always fascinated with, and definitely on the bucket list. That I, I don't know if Jeff listens to this. Jeff Prihar, Prihar. I don't know how you say his name, but he has been begging us to come out there and shoot him. He says, swears up and down. And, and then there's another guy that. Uh, well, he used to. I don't know if he still does, but listen to the podcast. I mean, you never know. I have no clue who listens to this, honestly. Yeah. But um, he offered it, but I guess he's getting either restationed, like because he's in, in the Navy. Oh, okay. And he, he's getting moved. So I think that's out of the books with him. But the other guy says we can do it for sure. So Yeah. But that was going to be a quick, short weekend trip. Yeah. We don't know. None of us know really if that's for sure going to happen or not, but we're going to try. That and, uh, and the old squaw. Yeah. Would be really and, uh, I know you shot those. Yeah. But those two those two birds would be But really you know what, dude? I didn't shoot them when they were plumed, plumed out. Yeah. So, And the tax service was not too happy with me, as you guys can see in the on the YouTube channel. And by the way, I think like 60 people just subscribed to the – YouTube channel name show. So thanks guys for doing that. I appreciate that. I, I asked you for your help and and then please, we're still trying to get that to a thousand. I uh, don't want to be obnoxious about it, but if you didn't listen to the last one, even if you don't watch it on the YouTube channel, the MVM show, just go check out, subscribe, and then you don't have to ever pop it up if you can if you don't want. As long as we hit a thousand subs, we can actually start getting paid. Because I, I was telling everybody in the last podcast, I'm getting no money for this. We have no sponsors. Most of them do, and I have to sit there and read a whole list of sponsors. Before the show, because, you know, yeah. that's what you do. And I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I just don't feel like seeking it out. Yeah. But we get a lot of downloads. We probably should be having sponsors, but I just don't. I got so much, you know, you know me. I've got irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't like asking for, for money either. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that I believe truly if people want to if they had a company going and wanted to put on theirs, they would really reap the rewards of putting it on here, an ad spot. If I had one, I would. 
But people just, I don't know. I just don't like asking. I don't like. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, I just enjoy doing this anyways and talking, chit-chatting. But uh, I don't know. Um, what about the shells? I mean, you got stocked up, right? I know shells. I've seen. I once stocked up, dude. Different things that You've people seen have seen. What I got right there. Have an issue with getting like that much ammo, and when you guys went on your trip, you didn't see a lot of availability dude, in different places. And I'll tell you this. That kind of like it was you know, empty. Yeah, Idaho shelves empty. Yeah, and that's kind of concerning, you know. Yeah, for, because shields. That was that shield. I'm sorry. I take that back. That wasn't Idaho. We didn't, I don't think, no, they looked in Idaho too. Really? So Sportsman's Warehouse in Idaho, empty. Shields in Nevada, empty. Not yeah. even three and a half, nothing. Which is concerning because, you know, us here, we have a spot where we can access some shells. I feel like we can pretty easy. We can. And we're I in California. And we're in California, but it seems like throughout the United States, there's different areas that are going to be really impacted. Yeah. Somebody was telling me, I was talking to an individual the other day, and I think it was... It was one of those states like Louisiana or somewhere like that where he was saying that they have jacked the price of shells up even higher than California, something crazy, and because there's no availability. Hey. And they know they can get it. Okay. That being said, Jordan said us some Marco. Jordan, if you're listening to this, I apologize if I'm off on the numbers, but I know I'm pretty close. He's like three times as much as what I heard. Travis, for a box of heavy metal, forty two ninety nine. That's That's a lot. And and I don't. It's not I even that much. I can't remember if he was trying here. to. Exactly. I, I don't know if he. I can't remember if he was trying to rip me like, oh look at this heavy shot. I was like, no 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 no. I go, we're in California, and you're not even paying that. I think it was twenty six ninety nine. Usually we they didn't really jack their prices up for us. At least Kittles, where we <clears throat> bought our ammo this year. Yeah. Which is a really but I've good seen place. Sportsman's, I think it's like five or six more dollars. Yeah, they are for a sure. box. You know, but <clears throat> that's are. still not compared to what I've heard they were paying back east. No, so. guess guess what bismuth was, seventy two. Wow, <laughs> is don't, that nuts? You don't want to miss. That's thirty. I mean, that's thirty dollars more than we're paying, and everybody was already saying that's high. Why are you even selling it for that much? You ain't gonna sell that. There ain't. Well, I don't know. The way this the ammo shortage, maybe people would buy it. Can you imagine seventy dollars, seventy three dollars for a box? You I don't that's think hard you would times, that too. That's hard times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you almost got to that point. You got to limit your hunting. Like I can't even afford to go. I can't find shells, and I can't pay for those shells. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know. That's that's crazy. I just wonder how the other people were affected by that. Um, Harrison bought a bunch of Rios. He found them on Rogers. Oh, really? And bought a bunch. He he didn't just hoard them for himself. He bought like several cases, but. It was people giving him the money, so yeah. at least people were getting it here. They wanted Rios. I mean, because I'm not saying you can just go anywhere and get shells here in California. I'm not trying to act like that. But there is some good places that you can go. Um, Pacific Flyway, Flyway mm-hmm. and Dixon. They always seem like he has good. He does sell out, but I mean, it seems like he kind of has a good influx. Yeah. And then um, Kittles. But those are out of the way for a lot of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you go to like the sportsman's. I don't know if sportsman's still limiting, but they were telling you you can buy one box a day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Or it might have been two, but you were limited. Okay. But I think Jake said they took that away a month or so ago, but it might still be active. I can't remember. Yeah, I went to the one in Stockton, and they had quite a bit of ammo. Okay, that was the one Jake was going to, yeah. He yeah. said he would stop by after work every day and just okay. grab a little bit. Yeah, they had quite a... Are you are you okay on ammo? I'm oh, honestly I, not that get, good. No, dude. I have to I actually have to purchase some more because I only have two cases, and we have three shooters, so that's not going to be sufficient. Tell him find anyone he's coming back from. I, hey, he hasn't looked. You know what I'm saying he's coming back from. Is he going to look? He's supposed to. But I mean, from what we see now, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where he would stop that you guys didn't stop. Yeah, probably not. Because basically, it's Wyoming, Idaho, Nevada, and. Oh, dude, I'm not going to, excuse me, I'm not going to get off on this tangent yet, but um, Nevada, I was surprised, dude, a lot of their stuff was still locked up in their indoor dining, you had to go through drive throughs Interesting. They're worse than we are. Interesting. We're not even like that. There's nowhere around, anywhere around that I've been not in. that I'm aware of. Uh-uh. I mean, there might be in some of the big cities. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised at that. I didn't expect Nevada to be closed to indoor dining at this point. It was a Taco Bell, too. 
Taco Bell. Taco smell. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else do we uh Like I said, we did that loadout video. Um, me and Thomas got those Momarsh um, Visa Mans. Mm-hmm. They're pretty sweet, dude. I've seen those. They're pretty sweet. We actually set them up, sat in them. I was like, man, this I like this. Got the Momarsh uh, grass. You know, the fake, or I don't know, it might be fake. I think it's fake. Yeah, and we're going to blind it up and it should stick on there. And then throw a little bit of local habitat in there, you know? Yeah. But I really like that Ira Mo. Have you ever watched him? Man, alive. I can't stop going. Ira, what is this? Ira McCauley. He is, uh, he's the one that invented Mo Marsh. Oh, okay. And he's actually a veterinarian. And he's, I didn't know this, but him and Tony. Vandemore. Vandemore are buddies, and they kind of run habitat flats together okay. somewhat. I, I'm I'm pretty sure Tony does more of the work, but like, like the fact that Ira he trains dogs, he's a veterinarian. They've been buddies for a long time. I watch. You can go watch some old videos on YouTube, and they're hunting together and videoing like Tony's videoing. Oh, okay, him out there doing their stuff with the Momarsh when it was new. You know, at the beginning, yeah. and I've listened to some podcasts with him on uh, Get. Get ducks with uh, okay that guy. What's that guy's name? Do you remember <clears throat> uh, Ramsey guy? Russell? Ramsey Russell. Yeah, that was a really cool podcast. He seems like a really. I'd like to get him on here. I'm sure we could at some point. I just need to send some emails. Tony was supposed to come on here too. I just I gotta re hit him up. He's busy now. There's they're in the swing. Of dude, season, he is a worker, man. If you keep up on his stuff, like he is constantly, if he's not hunters, 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 re-prepping, which duck seasons, there's no way you're going to get a hold of him. Then when it's over, it's prepping, working, disking, driving trash. Like, my goodness, that's a never, that's a hard working job. Yeah. Like people will say, oh, it must be nice. I'm like, dude, he works his rear end off for what he's got. Yeah. And he's a very, very cool guy. And and I'm not the only one said that. Like multiple people I've talked to, was like he is so down to earth. Yeah, but no, yeah. So still still on my uh, diet plan. Oh, you are. Yeah, I got have you scale. lost any more? I got on the scale today, and I'm down from. I I didn't weigh when I initially started, but I know I was at least two thirty five. Uh-huh. And I got on the scale this morning. I was two twelve point nine. You're lighter so, than me now. Little nice. Lost a little bit. Just trying to stay consistent. That was encouraging, that. huh? Yeah. No, I what's feel, the, I feel a lot better. What's the lowest you've seen before that? Your last one. Your last weigh in. Oh. Well, I weighed like two days before that. In the evening I was like two fourteen. But it's it's slowed down. It's yeah. slowed down, but oh well. At least it's it's still, still. happening. So dude, that's a lot of weight. Dude. That's good. Hopefully, man. by the end of the year, I'll be down to two hundred. And tell us, tell us what you've been doing. The intermediate fasting, Inter- intermittent, so intermittent, intermediate, whatever we call it, intermittent fasting. Yeah. So basically, what's I, your window? It varies from either between twelve and five, but lately it's been from one to six. Okay, is that easier than twelve to five? You think? Man, it's longer to wait to eat, though. I bet you're starving. I, I'm not. You're not. It's 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 the weirdest thing because I you gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it. It's you, the mind thing, right? Like, but at first, the first probably month, like, were you just like, you're hungry, I gotta eat. you're hungry, but it, but I'd never realized how much eating was a psychological just eat thing to eat and habit. You don't have to eat, you're not gonna die, you know. And that's why I kept telling myself, you're not gonna die of starvation. And, and it's so mental because when you walk to the cupboard and you open it up and you're like, I'm not hungry, why am I standing here? You realize how, how much bored eating that has control over you, and, yeah. and your mind is so powerful in a way right you tell yourself something and you can make yourself believe it or you can make yourself disbelieve it it's what what you tell yourself you know so it doesn't bother me to wait i could actually i think is it harder in the morning or in the evening evenings are always harder okay about eight to nine kind of want to go eight to nine there's a window right there and there and there have been times when you're just like man i i I could you know eat, eat about anything and you get all these these weird uh Things where like you look at food and you're like, oh, I'm gonna eat this tomorrow. I can't wait to eat this tomorrow. And then you get to tomorrow and you're like, I'm not even hungry. It's weird. It is the weirdest thing. Um, how you can be starving at eight o'clock and then you wake up the next morning and you're not you're not really that you're hungry. You're not what you thought you were. Mm-hmm. You're not really that hungry. It's it's the strangest thing, but the most sustainable thing I've ever tried. So if there's anybody out there that's attempting to look to lose weight, um, I'd say the first week's very hard. 
But after that, you can you can do it, and it's so mental. I mean, you're not gonna starve to death. You know, you're not gonna fall over and pass. You feel right. like you're gonna fall over and pass out almost. You do? Yeah, a little bit at first. Yeah, really? you feel kind of weird. Yeah, you feel weird at first. Really? And you can eat as much as you want, right? In that well, window. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know you don't want to be stupid and no, just go nuts. No, you'll get to nuts. a point though where you're not even hungry. Right. But just, I mean, you could. You could. Because I, mean, I know bodybuilders that actually do that and they chug the food. I mean, I, like, I eat pretty much anything I want when I eat. When you do eat, okay. Yeah, when I do eat, I eat anything I want. You ain't going to hurt. And so you're eating a hamburger and fries and a oh, drink, yeah. but you still losing weight. Yeah. I know that's my problem. If I just cut out my late eating, which actually I have quite a bit compared to what I used to, I think that's why I'm like, I've come down. I'm, I think I'm down like 13, 12 pounds, but I've stayed right there because I'm like not fully, like sometimes I will eat late, and I, but I try not to because I just don't sleep good, dude. Yeah, no, I can tell my, I, I get sleep indigestion. so much better. I don't wake up as much at night. Having to use the bathroom. That's what you were telling me. I thought that was really oh, interesting. Yeah. Tell them that. So yeah. you. So, so like, how many times would you get up and I take a leak? I would get up like three or four times at to night take a leak. to go to the bathroom, and now I might go once, if that. If that. Do you think that was like? I don't know. Push on your bladder. Like well, that I don't know. Is, I don't know. But and didn't you say if you you had a Mountain Dew late or something? What was that the other day you were telling we were talking to us about, and you said something like. You drink a Mountain Dew or, or something late or something, and you're up all night going to the bathroom again or something. like. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was that what it was? Yeah. It huh. messed my stomach up. Really? Yeah, drinking it late. But I don't know if it was just one time or if there was something going on. But And I still drink Mountain Dew. I mean, I'm drinking a Red Bull. Right. Just stay in the window. Just stay in the window. Are you drinking more water than you used Definitely to? Definitely, because at night, when I, when I hit that time when I'm hungry, between like 8 and 9, I'll drink water. And you literally can't have anything except water. That's all I have is water. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Yeah. You can drink coffee, but it can't have anything in it. And I hate coffee. And you don't like coffee, so that's not an so, option. Yeah. You could probably drink tea without sugar in it. But okay. You think? I think. You I mean, can. I guess if you could drink coffee, why couldn't you drink tea yeah. without sugar? But I don't. Yeah. I might do so, that if I was. I keep that, saying I'm going to do it, but you know what, what? So what I've done is I've done, and again, I'm not. I've lost what I lost, but that was a while back, and it's just I've just stayed in the same spot, yeah. and I fluctuate because I can tell some days when I've been eating like garbage when we we go hunting or went hunting, it was just kind of a bad bad. What was that? It was like a bad 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 eating, and then I've come back home trying to get it worked out because I but I've been doing a lot of um, punching a uh, heavy bag, oh, okay, punching and jump roping, oh wow, and then and really making good. my window of working out really short are uh, breaks in between workouts because we've never stopped working out and uh it's been uh june was eight years that i had been i've been in the gym oh, okay and never stopped i've had little breaks like camping trips yeah. or uh actually last duck season we didn't really work out for four months but it was good for my shoulder because you start getting little injuries and stuff you know yeah. just overdoing stuff but um Dude, that's that's made me feel good. And I can tell you what, I could definitely tell when I'm out doing stuff like on the hunt, when we're running or hiking, I'm like, man, I'm not getting winded like I know I would yeah. if I, I hadn't been doing that. Big increase in my endurance and then Can you? Yeah, then I've been riding riding that bike that I got. That's right. You still do that? Yeah, I still ride that. But the first the first day I got it, I told you I, I ate it. You know, oh, you're talking about an outside bike. Yeah, I'm talking about my little my little trick bike I bought oh, that I had when I was. Oh, a kid. you've been riding that? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking I about like I a ride around the neighborhood. You know, what I'm saying little okay. little twenty inch freestyle bike. Did you eat your bike. lunch? You didn't tell me about that. No, I was I was so, um, Lane, my nephew. I was trying to teach him how to ride backwards, and Layton, the youngest one, he was on his little bike and he was pedaling next to me, and I was riding backwards, and he kind of cut behind me, and I'm thinking like, where's he at? And I thought I was going to hit him, so I went to put my foot down. And handlebars turn and bam, I went straight on my back, hit hit the asphalt and it didn't feel good at the moment. And you wonder why your back's out. But my back, I mean, that had to be a it. solid week. I was in severe pain and didn't even ride because I was hurting so bad. Okay, was that why your back was out late recently? No, because it hurt. It started hurting on Thursday. I went deer hunting and I sat down and I don't know. I don't I didn't even do anything, but I sat for like four hours and kind of just you know in the same position didn't really move because i'm being still and then that night my back started hurting me and then i think it was 
it was Saturday night that I wrecked on the bike. I wrecked actually wrecked twice, and then yeah, Sunday. Have you, has a lot of it come was, back to you? Oh, trying to do tricks, freestyle tricks. I'm not trying to do as crazy stuff. You haven't been doing some of the stuff. No. What about the kick the um the one where you kick the bike all the way around and? No, I haven't tried that. You haven't even messed with it. I haven't messed with that. What have you done right now? Like just like you know, where you surf, where you stand up on the stand up on the frame and. Stand up and go down the road. I did no that. hands. Yeah, dude, that's still that. there ain't no way. <laughs> yeah, I did that. And then just some like you know bounce on the pegs and stuff like that. But uh-huh. I'm not getting crazy yet. Yeah, I got to get my muscle memory back and my balance. That's one thing I realize is your balance, man. It's not the same. It's not the same. You think that's because that's a fear factor there? Like you don't want to fall. So no, you're I think most... it's just muscle memory. Just muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. The muscle memory's not there. Yeah, Drows used to be the Mac Daddy oh, when it whatever. came to I was to trick bike. Yeah, he did. You were better than Matt Driscoll, weren't you? You could do way more. He would just bunny hop tricks, like a he, mad dog. Yeah, he could he could jump. How high was he? Could he jump? I don't know. He could probably bunny Stupid. hop on top of a park bench. He could he could bunny hop good. Oh, I thought he could even go like on a garbage can or not 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 like those garbage cans. Yeah, the old but style. like the old ones like right yeah. here. I could never do That's that. That's stinking high, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, back the things we used to do for entertainment. Now the, everyone's skill is how fast they can post something on <laughs> social media or something. How many likes can I get? No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of skilled people out there, but um, yeah. But excited for duck season. Get out there, enjoy it, have a good time, be with friends, family. That being said, little update on what's going on because we're kind of yeah. I'm I'm excited about what's going on. Uh, as far as duck season, and we're here. I mean, we're in it. It's time. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's you know, early seasons open up. Other states have opened up. Actually, open up this weekend. <clears throat> um, it, people are getting it on, man. Like yeah. it's we're here. I drug all my decoys out to it? the garage. I mean, it seems like it never is going to get here. And then when it's here, you're like, this year it seemed like it I'm was not really ready. The, the break in between it was not as long. For some reason, I don't know what it was. Maybe well, it was just everything that's going on. I feel on. like for me, it's doing all the overtime. It made time fly for me. Okay. Because when me and you would talk, I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I'm working this much because it's making the summer go by quicker. Yeah. What else do you have to do? I care less about missing parties because yeah. we have those all summer long. And it's like, <laughs> rather work and make some money, honestly. <laughs> but <clears throat> so update on prior podcast. Um, I just found out yesterday that for in order for me to work – for my job, which is for Air Methods, which is a medevac company that is nationwide. The only two states they're not in is Oregon and Montana, go figure. And um, they just, they mandate, it just here in California and some other states that make it mandatory, but they mandate, or not mandated, but they made it a rule for me to stay employed. I have to get a COVID check every week now just to work or I can't work, which is... To me, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I don't really like to talk about because it's so ludicrous what what is trying to be pushed and, and the the what I feel is the reasons why it's trying to be pushed. Um, also, with my job, they, they talked about that COVID testing is going to be mandatory and the only exemption will be for... Uh, Religious purposes, not but not for COVID testing, for the COVID testing. What? That's what. So that's, you can get out for, for COVID testing? Because I got a religious no, exemption. You can. Here's the no. Thing. You still gotta get tested. You still have to get tested, but they have to approve you to be tested. Otherwise, oh, otherwise, otherwise you gotta get the vaccine. You have to get the vaccine. But I don't know when this company became an authority on religion. Right. So. That's kind of where I'm at and not happy with the situation. Um, well, okay. So here's my thoughts. I'll go on a little rant because that's what I've been doing lately, and I'm speaking free. Speak freely. It, it, I'm serious. I tell everybody. Everybody knows they're on the same page. We're not holding back. We're not trying to sugarcoat or dance around. Yeah, I will not you be wanna, doing, doing the COVID shot. No. Okay, so, so yesterday my manager calls me and says, hey, I uh, got some news for you. Um, this is like last minute. This is a day before my shift starts, which was last night. She's all, um, 
I hate to tell you this, but since you're one of the ones that's not getting the vaccine, which when she says one of the ones, they try to make you sound like you're a minority, right? Oh, yeah. Which is not true at no, all. Totally but not they true. try to make you feel like that. So you'll be like, oh, I'm the only one. Maybe I'll just go ahead and get the vaccine. Well, anyways, I said, okay. And I'm already thinking in my mind, I think I got to I think I got to leave the company now. Like I'm thinking that's what she's getting ready to tell me is that I got to get the vaccine or lose my job. So, and I've been ran raving on the podcast about this, that, and all of a sudden, bam, it's hit me right in the face, right between the eyes. And I say, okay, well, can I get tested? And she said, yes, you already got your religious exemption, which I'm, this has nothing to do. Why I'm not doing this has nothing to do because of religion. Nothing. It's, it's called my choice. Yeah. Freedom of choice. So I said, well, can I get to just get a um, COVID test? And she said, yes. She goes, but, you know, if you want to do overtime in the off week, you just now you got to get it every week. If you're not going to do overtime, you can just get it once every two weeks because of the way my hitch works. And I said, well, I'll just get it every week. And I said, you guys are paying for that, right? And she said, yeah, um, the company pays for it. I said, okay. She goes, well, when you find them, just order as much as you can. They have to be FDA approved. So I found some on Amazon, 90 bucks a pop. Okay. So I ordered like 11 of them, 900 and some bucks uh, with tax and all that. They got to my house today. I took one yesterday and then the rest of them showed up today. Um, It's a joke, Travis. It's a literal joke. So I was talking to Colton last night about it. Remember when they would test you not long ago? They were literally probably... See those, those? They were like eight to ten to yeah, twelve those inches long. Where they shove them up into the, literally into the, your brain, the nasal cavity, literally all up to the the sinus, the frontal yes. sinuses. Yes, and yeah. they would have to do, and people are, you know, just yeah, teary eyed, oh, freaking out. Yeah, and just freaking out, whatever. I mean, it makes me start like thinking, about, like hurting right now, thinking yeah. about it. But well, now that COVID test, the Q-tip was that long, and I'm to, for you those who listen on on the audio one, it's it was. Shorter than a regular Q-tip. So whatever you clean your ears with, yeah. shorter than that. And then it shows specifically, barely on the inside of your nose, spin it and turn it three times in each nostril, put it in a vial and close it and send it off. So all those people that have been getting tested like that, <clears throat> getting all jacked up, going through all that pain, that was totally unnecessary because they thought you had to go in the brain to test for it. Now they're saying on the inside edge, and I'm thinking, what a joke. This is a literal joke. This isn't, this isn't going to tell you anything. But I'm like, whatever, because I told her I wasn't going to do those ones that go way back to I was like, I already tell you right now I'm not doing that. She's like, no, they don't. They're not as uh, invasive is what yeah. the word they used. So I said, OK, then I got it in, did it. I was like, OK, I can deal with that. In my mind is it's a joke, right? But here's this is what I told you on the phone yesterday. And I told Sarah, my wife and other people, here's what two things are going to happen. Just I'm just speaking of my company, right? One. They're in in three to six months. Mark it down. What are we in? October first today. So November, December, January. Between January and March, I'm predicting it right now. They're if not sooner. They're gonna say one of two things. As they're paying thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars for these tests for all these people that aren't taking the vaccine just for this company because we're like eight, nine, ten, twelve thousand employees nationwide. They're going to say, all right, we're not paying for this anymore because they're going to realize how much money they're spending on this. You either get the vaccine or you're fired or they're going to be like, well, we're not doing the, we, we've done our time and we don't have to do the COVID testing anymore. That's the only two things that are going to happen, right? It has to be one of the two. They're either going to say we're not paying for those no more, vaccine or fired, or you don't have to do it anymore. It's not mandatory anymore because it, they're going to realize, oh, it's costing too much money. Yeah. Yeah, well, the company that I'm with, they said that only 30% of the uh, employees have taken the vaccination. So what does that tell you? Right. 60% of the people obviously do not agree with, almost 70. with the policy. Yeah, almost 70% don't agree with the policy and, and you know, can see through through what it is, for what I feel that it is, and and do not want to be subject to that to that thing and shouldn't shouldn't be subject to that. No. If you want to get it, get it. Exactly. Bottom line. But somebody somewhere, as we talked about, you know, has these things stored up and they need their money. Mm. And I think that's why the, the push is there. Yep. You know, everything goes back to, to to the green. Yep. You know, 
And yep. if you have to use a political agenda or whatever to get their money, that's what the, that's their that's plan. What do. That's what the, that that's their plan ultimately. Um, you know, and I've heard so many stories of people that have had the vaccination and have suffered, you know, consequences from it, all kinds of, you know, complications and yep. I know them personally. All, all kinds of things and you know, and let me check some for those of you that heard me say a number last week. I said ten thousand. I don't know why in the world I said that. I, I when I was editing, I realized I was like, "You idiot!" It was a hundred and twenty thousand that have died from the vaccine. Hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, I, I don't. That's a, that's a lot. It's a ton of people. That's a lot, dude. So yeah. Anyways, so I'm not, not getting something. it. People yeah. of you that live in Idaho or Montana or Arizona, get ready. It might be old Mid Valley mercenaries might be moving there. And here's the thing: we mean you've already talked about trust. We don't want to do that. No, I, we're not happy with California, no matter how you cut it. Yeah, it's not just the vaccine, the mask. We haven't been happy with California for years. But what people don't understand, you listening, will explain to you what that is. We, me, like me and Travis, for instance. We Travis has known me since the day one. I've got, I mean, he's known of me since day one that we started going to the same church, and it's not. How old were you? Six, five, five, six, and we are not just friends. We're like literal brothers. Yeah, and a lot, almost all my friends that I'm like that with. Exactly, like we're all like that. So we're family. It's like a massive family. And then you just take that out completely out of your life. It's not like I can't make new friends. I make new friends all the time. Yeah, it's not the same. But though. it ain't the same. And so what bothers us, I know me and Travis, you know, we get, you just get, I don't, I'm not going to use the word I want to use, but you get very concerned. concerned and solemn to know the reality of things that could be happening that could break things up. Me and Travis are big boys. Me and Jake are big boys. Me and Thomas are we're big boys. But why lose those people in your life? I mean, we're we're around each other all the time, all of us. Like all the time. Like a lot more than just any other friends are. So you cut that out of your life, man. You're like cutting a leg off or something, honestly. You know? Yeah. But uh No, it's just something to be definitely concerned about. Yeah. And it's not the end of the world. We're still fighting. We're still believing. We're still pressing on. We're not giving up. But um, also, we're not being stupid either. You like, you got to plan. You got to look. We've talked about looking at different states and what housing costs, and it's really not good anywhere. Honestly, I mean, you know, Texas. I know is probably still cheap, but even no matter where you're at, they're higher than they normally were. Even like say Missouri, Kansas. They're you know they're. Two and three times as much as they were before, just even six months ago. So it's just the way the economy is going, and who's running the economy is just—they're <laughs> jacking everything up yeah. so bad. So, so yeah, just. But we'll no. pray and believe, and yeah, exactly. This just all keep the faith, fight together. And... Yeah, I think it will. But I've told you so many times, I've been wrong so much in the last year and a half. Like usually, when I call stuff, I'm like, oh. You know, this will blow or this will, and then it doesn't, it just gets worse. You're like, oh my goodness, how much worse can it get? Exactly. Like, come on. And Cal, I was listening to Ben Shapiro the other day, and he's he moved to Florida because he was in LA. Okay. He got out, dude, took his family. He goes, I cannot believe, he goes, I still thought Florida was kind of a place that wasn't really, you know, wasn't the best of any of the other states. There's some better ones. He goes, man, I love it. He goes, I feel like I'm back in the 80s, like, he said the neighborhood, the neighbors, he goes, it just feels, it feels safe for his kids. Like, he was really boosting Florida, and I was like, Florida? I mean, because DeSantos is there, yeah, which is an, sounds like an amazing governor. But, you know, they only, they're in for so long anyways. You yeah. never know who you're going to get Exactly, next. yeah. And, two, we're, we're right. It's kind of the forefront of, you know. California and New York. They're the, yeah. 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 Let's test this out on people. You know, Oregon's not far behind because they're, Seems like uh, I've heard some Oregonians talk about how they always seem like they fall suit, California. But anyways, not not ending this on a bad note by any means. It's just it's just uh, kind of giving you guys an update. That was new since the last podcast. So well, I'll be sticking my nose for every week for a while, and then 
we'll see what happens after that. But um, let's all stick together. You guys have been so supportive, and I thank you for that again. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel for the MVM show. Thank you for writing some reviews. I've seen – actually, let me let me give you a little shout-out here real quick. Yeah. And Someone I mean, just if, wrote – I, I, What's really cool is, you know, looking with you guys' season start in other places, if you guys, you know, go to the Facebook on MVM sh- show, right? That's what it is on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I forgot. Po- yeah, and post up pictures on there of, of your hunts and Have stuff like that. Have you got on there at all? Yeah, I've been looking lately. Okay. Yeah, I always like looking and see what, what people are doing out it's there. It's growing. You know, and just – you know, share your stories, share share your photos with your family and you know your dogs, whatever. Yeah, just stuff like that's just really. I like to see it. Yeah, you know, a few of you've been doing it. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, like we need to get it going. We need to get some more action going in there for sure. Yeah, just to see what what people are doing out there, and you know, like I said, you know, take those moments and enjoy. Just enjoy each day that you have to be out there, spend time with with the people that yes. that are important to you and. You know, with your dog or whatever, man, just get out there and get out there and do it. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy life. Yep. They can't, people. You know, they can't take your joy from you. It don't matter who they are. They can't take your joy or happiness. You can still have all that. You know what I mean? Definitely. They can try. I mean, they can put some. They can crank <laughs> it down on you. But inside, it's what's on the inside that's really rules supreme. They can't do that. Nope. They can pinch you down on the outside, but. On the iTunes, uh, just closing out, Damon Treadwell. Treadwell, thank you, man. Uh, he said, refreshing podcast. We were once a free country. It's refreshing listening to someone who still prioritizes the value of free speech and can talk freely about what a lot of others won't. Great podcast. So that's kind of a recent one. And some others on there. Thank you, guys. Um, 19 underscore Ram underscore 90 said it's his favorite podcast. That's some other things. L7. Whiny said, good podcast. Love these guys. Follow them on the podcast YouTube channel. It's awesome. Podcast for Duck So there's a lot more than that, but just a couple. Thank you guys for your support. And if you can, go rate and review on iTunes if that's the platform you listen to, which I know it is because I think like 60% listen on like the Apple platform. So if you guys go in there, it just helps. And like Travis said, MVM Show Podcast Group Facebook. Check it out. We'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. We're excited to score,